Sports Talk right now with Max Reinhardson. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one to stop me. Well, Lottie freaking God! Good morning, sports freaks. Welcome to Sports Talk Right Now. I'm Max Reinhardson. Today is Thursday, <clears throat> February 15th. Folks, this is episode 105. Uh, so if you thought I was going to stop, uh, uh, call it quits at episode 100, you're uh, sorely uh, mistaken, unfortunately. Um cuz I'm going better I'm 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 going all the way. I'm doing I'm I'm doing better than ever, baby. Um but yeah, so hello everyone. Um got my coffee here, got my little water. Uh I hope everyone's doing okay. I'm doing okay. I've been having these dreams, man, and, and look, I know, look, I know, no one likes to hear people talk about their dreams, and I'm not going to, but I, I have recently been having these long dreams that seem to take up the entire evening's sleep, uh, the entire overnight, uh, one long dream, like one long, f- uh, feature, feature film, and sometimes they're fun and interesting, and sometimes they're, um, not great, and uncomfortable, and weird, and I don't like them, so that's just something I thought I would mention on the show today that I probably will cut out. All right, well, look, folks, we have some things to do today, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this right now. Oh, Don Rickles, folks. I've also, I've... uh, been watching some just generally watching some Don Rickles clips and god he was just the best a, a, a crazy and insane man by all accounts uh certainly on stage so uh RIP and he he just I mean golly if you if you need a laugh and if you need if you need uh some content that that you're like uh, is this okay that he's doing this like is this uh, this wouldn't fly today like the answer is yes it's fine because he's 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 you know maybe the best to ever to ever do it in, in terms of you know offensive roast kind of humor uh he's he's kind of number one and people people loved it people loved it no one really got too mad he never got canceled um don rickles never got canceled okay uh anyway god what am i doing folks i gotta figure this out here we go oh part <laughs> part of my dream uh Part of my dream last night, unfortunately, folks, uh, and my wife certainly in the other room will hear me say this, but that's okay. Uh, part of the dream involved being at some sort of bar or club or something, and a very intoxicated woman uh, approached me and tried to flirt with me and asked me for my number, and in the dream, I gave her the phone number 646-844-2927, which of course is the show... Uh, podcast telephone number, not my personal number, and I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was pretty funny because then what? I mean, then she would leave a maybe call and leave a voicemail, very maybe a very funny voicemail. Um, but that was in my dream. But if I'm ever in that scenario, mark my words, I will, I will, I will give out a real phone number, but just one that is not my personal number. It is, of course, the number for sports talk right now. All right. Anyway, um, so call that number if you want to, you know, for a good time. Call six four six eight four four. Dude, I do seven. 
that's maybe that's what I should start doing is going to to like restaurants or bars or whatever and and using going to the bathroom and and maybe writing on the stall on the stall wall <coughs> the stall the wall the stall uh for a good time call 646-844-2927 that is actually a good idea anyway all right we did the phone number we spent five minutes talking about the phone number good you know i actually you know i realized again another tangent tangent uh spoiler alert tangent alert um I I realized that, you know, I started the show kind of tried to sort of make it, you know, like a call-in show where people would call in and leave a voicemail and we would interact in that way, and, you know, which is which is great, which is I obviously is still a huge part of the show. Uh, but I realized it kind of has turned into more of a call-out show uh, because I spend the majority of the time uh, cold-calling other people and businesses and places uh, with all sorts of questions. So... So maybe that's how I'm going to brand it now. It's 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 not not so much a call in sh- it's a call in show and it's also a call out show. Uh so that's just something interesting I thought of. Okay, god, we have to get into it. All right. So, my brother, my dear, my dear dear brother, uh who who who's my, you know, my best bud. Uh shout out to you, bro. Uh I know you're listening. If not today, then at some point soon, I'm sure. Um uh, and I appreciate your support. My brother sent me a little video the other day, uh, and he said, you gotta watch this, and maybe do it on the show. And I was like, okay, well, don't gotta tell me twice. I'm starved for ideas, um, clearly. Um, we haven't talked about a single thing or sport in about, uh, seven and a half minutes. Um, but he sent me a video. It is for a little movie trailer. It's called, the trailer's called, uh, Murder, <clears throat> Murderitaville, official trailer, Okay. Murderitaville, right? So let's, 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 oh, you know what? We'll read the, there's a little description, a little synopsis here. Uh, we'll read the little description first, and then, uh, and then we'll watch the trailer together. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, get ready for a chilling ride through paradise. From the creators of Killer Kites comes a new horror experience that will leave you on the edge of your beach chair. Written and directed by Paul Dale and featuring Jenna Francis Duvick, Margaritaville is a loving tribute to your dad's favorite margarita-sipping beach crooner. Join a group of friends on their way to a concert, only to find themselves under attack by a mysterious parrot man. Okay, prepare for the ultimate beach nightmare as the terror unfolds on March 1st, 2024. Okay, I mean, look, it sounds pretty good to me, but let's, uh, let's give it a watch. And if I have to pause it and sort of explain what's happening, of course I will, I will do so. So we're opening on a woman, uh... On the on the beach in the ocean, underneath some sort of pier, uh, it looks like she's coming up for air. Here we go. Oh my god! Okay. Here we go. You don't want to go down that water. Why is that exactly? That thing down there. Okay, so we had a big guy, big fat man, big fat white guy on a chair holding an empty handle of some kind of alcohol, which is the best way to get around faking drinking in your movie is to just have the bottle be empty. Um, And he's doing a pretty awful drunk, you know, voice, but he's saying, don't go down there because there's something down there in the, the, you know, the beach, uh, wherever it is. This is a werewolf-like creature that turns into a parrot man and attacks people 
Oh god. It's a parrot man. It's definitely bird poopy. It's definitely fresh. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, what the fuck is going? What are we watching? <laughs> okay, so there's a girl and a guy on a on the beach and she puts her he she ducks out of frame, puts her and and comes up and smells something on her finger and she said it's a t <laughs> She says it's definitely bird poopy. <laughs> she tastes it. And then she goes back down and comes back up and tastes it again. It says it's definitely fresh. I mean, we gotta listen. We gotta hear that one more time. Here we go. Taste it. It's definitely bird poopy. Ugh. Goes back for another. Eats it again. It's definitely fresh. Ah! Blood will spill. Oh my god. Feathers will fly. References will be made. Can't hear a single thing they're being said because the music is too loud. Murderitaville. Okay, is it it? Is that it? Just what kind of birds are you looking for? There's a, a, a diverse local group of, of tits and warblers and, and breasted booby cocks that, that really make up the local bird peeping scene. And man, I. I do enjoy a stare. What the fuck? What the fuck, you guys? I'm sorry for cursing, but this is... So, I mean, okay. So it looks... Okay. Woo! It looks very much like it is sort of one of those very... Very low budget, you know, B movie, C D movie, uh, horror comedy flick that really is leaning into its uh kind of uh you know, for lack of a better word, shittiness. Um and, and definitely is is presenting itself as, as a as a comedy, horror comedy. But it sure does not it looks bad, folks. Uh doesn't look good. Does not look funny. Does not look well made. I couldn't really hear much of it except for the girl saying it's definitely bird poopy, uh, which is an insane way to say that line. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, that's incredible. So maybe it says pre-order now. So they're going to make you pay for it, folks, which I know uh, is sounds insane. But maybe, you know, maybe I'll see how much it is. Maybe we'll do a watch along. Maybe not. We're gonna have to find out. Uh, God, I really, I gotta be honest. I, I, I hated every second of that. God, I like wanna, you know, I. Part of me, you know, like the the my the the, the masochist in me uh, wants to go back and really unpack that freaking trailer, but I'm not going to because we have other things to talk about. I'm pretty sure. Um, all right, well, so, uh, I also have, so, I was talking to my, my, uh, incredible wife, uh, yesterday, last night, and we were talking about sports and the show and everything, and she brought up, uh, uh, the mud, the, the, the mud that the MLB uses for their, for their balls, 
it, that it's a that it's a, okay. So, th- folks, this is some this is a rare occasion where I I had not. I, I I had not heard about this. I I somehow I'd missed this in my in my you know years of of knowledge and 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 the pursuit of of all things sports. I somehow missed this 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 factoid, um, which I know I'm I'm as shocked as you are. But uh, yeah, apparently the MLB uh, Major League Baseball, of course, uh, has a uh, they they. I'll I'll explain it in a second, but my understanding is they they have a specific type of mud that nobody knows what it is that they rub all over their their balls. They they muddy up their balls before the game, and the mud comes from a, a guy, one a person who who makes it, but it is a secret. Okay. Okay, so we're just going to read about it. Uh, this is from Sports Illustrated from 2019, okay? So not too, too long ago. Uh, uh, it's called Mudmaker, the man behind MLB's essential secret sauce. Ugh. A multi-billion dollar business that embraces advanced technology and cherishes precision, Major League Baseball would prefer not to... N- would prefer not to need an oozy substance harvested by one family in a secret location along the Delaware River. But for decades it has, and that won't change anytime soon. Jim Bintliff's connection, collection of, of lies is small and sharply curated, each one loose enough to be plausible and mundane enough to limit in, interest in verifying it. They work like this. What? Bentliff will be out on the banks of a tributary of the Delaware River in his personal uniform of denim cutoffs and disintegrating sneakers, using a shovel to harvest buckets of mud. Someone will come along and ask what he's doing. Bentliff sizes up the questioner, usually, usually a boater or a swimmer or a fisherman, then picks from his collection. He says, I, uh, I've been sent by the Environmental Protection Agency, and I'm surveying the soil. Or, I'm helping the Port Authority looking into pollution. Or, if it's a group of young folks who look like they've only come out in the water for a good time, I take this mud and I put it on my pot plants. They grow like trees. This always does the trick. It prevents anyone from exploring what he's actually doing, which is what he's done for decades, what his father did before him, and his grandfather before him. Bentliff is collecting the mud that is used to treat every single regulation Major League Baseball, one, roughly 240000 per season. God, mud is a family, family business. I mean, everybody knows that. I could have told you that. It has been for more than half a century. For decades, baseball's official rulebook has required that every ball be rubbed before being used in a game. Bintliff's mud (laughs) is the only substance allowed. Originally marketed as magic, it's just a little thicker than chocolate pudding. A tiny dab is, is enough to remove the factory gloss from a new ball without mucking up the seams or getting the cover too filthy. Wow. Equipment managers rub it on before every game, allowing pitchers to get a dependable grip. What the actual heck? The mud is found only along a short stretch of that tributary of the Delaware, with the precise location kept secret from everyone, including MLB. The business is small and fundamentally unglamorous. Bitliff harvests, harvests the mud himself, using only a shovel and a few buckets, as he has for his entire adult life. The 62-year-old has recently begun bringing a trusted assistant to help him carry the load. 
a uh, bit of a Sam Samwise Gamgee responsibility. But other than that, his process has been the same as it always been. After he collects the mud, he hauls it back to his yard in southern New Jersey, where he sits until he's ready to pack it up in his garage and ship it out to the teams. His wife, Joanne, takes... O- <laughs> his wife, Joanne, takes orders and does invoicing. That's it. Yikes. That is a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There is no one and nothing else to the operation. It's increasingly out of place in a hyper-controlled, ultra-competitive, high-tech league where every detail is calibrated to peak efficiency. Oh my god, this this article is so freaking long. Yeah, okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay. I think I have to read the rest of this because it's freaking fascinating to me. Um, okay, uh, okay. Every duty loss cover peak efficiency. <coughs> so it shouldn't be surprising that MLB has recently tried to eliminate Bintliff, teaming with Rawlings to develop a ball that doesn't need to be enhanced by mud. But baseball is realizing that it isn't so easy to replace him, and in fact, it might not be possible at all. Uh, in order to handle mud, an old friend of his from New Jersey named John Haas uh, calls it magic mud in the 30s, and then by the 50s, it was standard for every team to rub it on every single baseball. So that guy was Jim Bitliff's grandfather. When Jim was 10, Haas decided that his grandson was ready for his first harvest. Their first mud ball harvest. Wow. The two of them made their way to the secret location on foot and packed mud into a five-gallon camping kettle, the start of a lifetime of mud work for Jim. Ah. His grandfather took full control of the company when Blackburn died in 1968. Eventually, it was passed on to Jim's father, Burns Bitliff. Jim still doesn't know exactly why he was the one to pick to carry on the legacy. He's one of nine children, all of whom are encouraged to play in the mud from an early age. (laughs) And Jim is right in the middle of the birth order. When he was 15, during a family mud harvest, his mother turned to him and said that she felt he'd eventually be the one in charge. Whatever she saw in him, she was right. I mean, he probably had fucking mud all over his face, lady. Nearly 50 years later, long after his grandfather and father had died, after siblings had moved far away, Bentliff never wanted to leave New Jersey, never wanted to quit the business. I know the mud, he says. I'm the only one on the planet who does. Wow. Imagine. Okay. It isn't simply a matter of shoveling the mud and packing it into tins. No. It's a process. A little art, a little science, plenty of patience. It's like wine, Bentliff says, joking only slightly. Good mud needs to mature. It needs to be clean. It needs to be cleansed. When he brings the stuff back to his house, he first runs it through a strainer, removing any twigs or leaves. Then it has to sit. Mud... <laughs> Mud is mixed with the right amount of water and deposited into bins the size of trash cans. Over the course of five or six weeks, Bintliff will siphon off excess liquid and re-rub the mud through it, rub mud through the strainer. Finally, the mud, oh, oh my god. I'm, mix a doll with a little water. He uses scent. Just perfect rubber. Blah, 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 blah. When he married Joanne in 1989, though, they didn't, they didn't have any outdoor space. Instead, they had to store the mud inside, and the only space large enough was the laundry room, which, despite the practicality of its tiled floor, is hardly where anyone might want to keep giant containers of mud for weeks at a time. But Joanne didn't particularly care. She had far uh, bigger battle to fight. Oh, God. She wanted more than anything to know the mud's secret location. Bintliff had told her about the family business only just before their wedding. At the time, his father still owned the company, but all the works of harvesting had been passed on to him. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, Joanne says. I did. I said, I can't wait to go dig up mud. Oh, I really wanted to play in the mud. (laughs) She wasn't allowed, though, yet. 
They were legally wed, yes, but sharing the specifics of the family secret represented an entirely different kind of intimacy for Jim. Ha <laughs> ha This was new, and he wasn't quite sure if he was ready to open up. Uh, but after five years of marriage and the birth of two daughters, he took her out <laughs> to see the mud at last. She's been going ever since. Rawlings developed a prototype for MLB, first tested in the Arizona Fall League in 2016. So they, they're trying to eliminate the middleman, so to speak, and, and develop some of their own mud. Uh, uh, Bentliff's su son, Jason, forwarded him an article about the experimental ball. He said, what do you want to do? He recalls, I said nothing. I know the mud. I know how the mud works. Mud is mud, says Rawlings Chief Marketing Officer Mike Thompson, but obviously mud isn't mud. We've had chemists look at it. We've had designers look, engineers look at it. We've had scientists study it. They spent years researching Bentliff's mud and developed several prototypes for a new ball. Uh, it's come up with several, blah, 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 but pitchers have long been accustomed to the grip that they get from the mud and has proved tricky to find a suitable replacement that satisfies everyone. When you hand pitcher A the ball, he says, I love it, Thompson says. You hand pitcher B the ball, he says, too tacky. When you hand pitcher C the ball, he says, not tacky enough. How do you win? Wow, 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 wow. He believes that they'll f Rawlings will find an answer. It's just a slow burn here, and we'll get the ball precisely to the way they want it. Bentliff isn't so sure. Nope, can't do it. Either way, Bentliff isn't particularly worried. Even if Rawlings' prototype does end up being implemented in the MLB, the last few years have seen him develop a new revenue stream. Football! <gasps> oh. My. God. His mud works just as... His... <laughs> it's mud... His... Jesus Christ... Uh, his mud works its magic just as well on pigskin, removing the factory sheen without doing anything to muck up the laces. Half of the NFL now places annual orders with Bentliff. Bentliff plans to retire, though not necessarily soon. Just as his mother died, just as his mother did, <laughs> he is determined in, in advance which of his children will take over. 27-year-old Rachel, the youngest of his four, who loved tagging along with him and playing in the mud from the time she was a little girl. But Bentliff wants to give her some more time before the responsibility is hers. She's clearly in her, she's still early in her career. Jesus. She's still early in her career as a high school teacher, and she only recently married. And anyway, she's happy. Uh, he's happy to keep it up. He has a good reason for it, the same reason that his father used to give. It's the only answer that he has, and the only one that he wants, for the love of the game. Holy crap. Well, that'll about do it for today, folks. Jesus Christ. Woo! I mean, take it, you know, uh, take that with what you will. I am exhausted. Wow, lot to chew on today. It's a lot to uh, lot to think about. So, uh, so keep thinking. Keep your thinking caps on, and uh, stay well, stay woke, and don't forget to play sports. Mm -hmm.